1: Healy so by a huge amount improve
0: their
2: attacking intent, whether it's the players, whether it's the coaching, I don't think. We're gonna to have to start the podcast before the end of this match. So we can take your eyes off the game for just a second, boys. Hands in, pod on three, one, two, three, pod. pod. Another um, well brilliant weekend, we had it all, didn't we? There was Pro Twelve, there was Aviva Premiership, there was the Internationals of course, top fourteen, and we'll be talking about all of it. Egg Chasers rugby podcast we don't take the game or ourselves too seriously I'm Tim JB's there Good day Tim and Phil is right there and like I say you're catching us there's three minutes left in the last game of the weekend Newcastle against Sale Uh, Sale with a five point lead in this one currently and I'm always impressed with Newcastle Dean Richards said it before the start of the season we're going to play you know a different brand of rugby and they really have
0: yeah, uh, they've already gone for it. They've got some some good attacking backs. Sinotti, uh, Sinotti, the the young fifteen that they've brought in, uh, Powell in the centre, and the uh, what's his name, Robinson? the Argentinian.
1: Oh, um, Ciccino.
0: Ciccino, yeah, who, who scored Cicino the first Cicino try? Got him back. from Rotherham. Yes, yeah, who, who kick sticks and yeah. he's made a couple of really good ga- uh, breaks in this game.
2: Yeah, so uh, but it looks like they're going to um, get this one. But so much to talk about. Uh, but I know exactly where we are going to start. It's um, right over the course of the podcast. Actually, do you know what? Before we get into the actual rugby, I just want to uh, just have a few little shouts for people who've got in touch, for example. And and this is, is what we're about. So if you enjoy the podcast, then recommend us to your friend or, or leave a review on iTunes and that'll help us bump up the chart. And just one example of that, and there's been lots. Tom Robertson, top work, Tom. Good to have you on board. And thank you for recommending uh, the podcast to your mate, Joe Brasher, or Bratcher, I hope I say your name right there, Joe, who tweeted us to say he's really enjoyed the podcast. Good recommendation from Tom. Thank you very much, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it. Um, At Rugby Podcast is where you can find us on Twitter. You can find us on iTunes, subscribe there, and we'll get every episode delivered straight to you. And you can leave a review there as well. That'd be great. Uh, But there's only one place that JB will possibly let me start. Over the course of this podcast, you have heard man crushes on Jack Berger and then there was Gavin Henson and both mean, was Gavin was, <laughs> I mean was Gavin Henson I mean they haven't gone away but there's a brand new one and now we can talk about slamming Sam uh. how Jay would love to be slammed by Sam <laughs> oh, that's, that's,
1: that's weird so that is a weird introduction to this section um, yeah so Sam there are a few things aren't there in, like, in human history <laughs> which people just didn't quite know how it would turn out. So the first atomic bomb could have no one knew how it would stop. The turning on of the large hydron collider, they thought it might open up a black hole and we'd all die. And Sam Burgess first run in rugby union. <laughs> I'm amazed we've still even got a game left. <laughs> but no, uh, the next day the Sun the Sun Rose and Sam Burgess is now officially a rugby union player. He is. And what a rugby union player. <laughs> what a man. <laughs> what I mean, have you ever seen Such in-depth coverage of a centre rucking. (laughs) (laughs) Or
0: or laying the ball back.
1: Oh, Look at that. Look at the rucking. After only one month, he can now ruck.
0: He can push other people out of the way. (laughs) Quite incredible. (laughs) But it it was a little bit of an anticlimax. I don't know if you both felt felt like that. I did slightly, yeah. I don't know what
1: else I was going to expect.
0: Well, the stage of the game in which he came on, uh, there was a couple of harlequins in the bin at the time and the bath forwards had just been destroying them up front all game and that just continued so the ball didn't really get out to the backs apart from two crash balls he got Do you think it was a little
1: bit silly when he came on and I think the first move that Bath called I'm not sure what the move was called but I'm pretty sure it's something like Sam Ball or (laughs) (laughs) Sam Smash like it couldn't be any more obvious they've only got 13 players or was it 12 players at the time uh, slam it,
0: it's either 12 or 13. Yeah, either... <laughs> yeah,
1: slumble, slam ball, slam, 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 <laughs> oh, right, okay, we'll do
2: Slam that. right, slam right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what did you make? Describe that moment when he took his first carry into contact, Jay ecstasy. <laughs> 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 do you think there's any part of Mike Ford that was a bit of kidology? He was put, throwing people off the scent because he said uh, uh, only row. earlier in the week that, oh, yeah, here we uh, all, all we want is him, him in a position where he's going to tackle lots and carry lots, and that'll probably be the back row. Uh, yeah, I think there's been
0: mind games right along from. I think there's Mike been mind games
1: this. for everyone. I don't think anyone actually knows what they're going to do with this kid. I mean, they've got him, they're paying him a lot of money, and after. Friday, I'm still none the wiser. Is he going to be a good rugby union player? Is he not? Where does he play? What do his skills allow him to do?
2: What I think is really nice, though, hearing Mike Ford talk is he said, I don't want to get him too bogged down in all the nuances of rugby union. I just want to let his skill set kind of work. And it's easy to forget, and it was pointed out in the commentary of the game Kyle Eastman has made a pretty incredible transition from league to union. That took a
1: long time, though. I mean, you forget, like, I don't think Kyle Eastman had many appearances, you know, in his first maybe 18 months.
0: Yeah, he started off quite slow. He's been, what, three, four seasons now? Yeah. So it's not.
1: And he was on the wing for a little bit, wasn't he? And then yeah. It's he's, he's taken it... them a while to find where they can play Carl Eastman. And a, he's a bit of a different player as well. Yeah, he's,
0: very, very... Well,
1: yeah, he's a completely different player. and yet They're, they're playing in the, in the same, same position. position.
0: Yeah. yeah. I, I, I think it says a lot about the difficulty that Bath are going to have in just how much they had to change that back line to fit him in. So when he came in, he came on for a Guja who was 15, which meant that Devota went from 10 to 15, yeah. which meant that Eastman went from 12 to 10, mm. just to get Sam Burgess in probably the only position he he would have or could have played in that game. So it's how much of this is actually going to be a negative on what is the best backline in the Premiership based on form. Yeah.
1: yeah, and the other thing as well is, I mean, I've said it before, uh, money plays. So they're paying him a lot of money. Yeah, I, for, I, read, I read earlier on the week... He is the highest paid player in the premiership. And if that is true, that is crazy. He okay. took
2: a he took a pay cut to from what he was on at the Rabbitohs Did to, he? to come to rugby. Well, been, Union.
1: I just think they've got to be careful about how they introduce and they've got to be very clear to, to the players exactly oh, I think, what the plan is.
2: I don't think they need to, I don't think the coach needs to explain himself to the other players. He yeah. makes his selection, and you deal with it. Like as a player, you, you don't. If you don't get picked for Broughton Park,
1: oh, I kick off
2: big time. Well, I bet <laughs> yeah, you're a flipping you're, nightmare. Yeah, you're a bit different <laughs> to most players. <laughs> okay, well, one thing I will say is the prospect of, and this 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 requires this. Oh, the prospect, pot- even the potential prospects. Yes, so. Of the sheer power of a Burgess alangi combination in the centre. Who cares about wings? We're always talking about <laughs> England not being able to get the ball to the wings. Forget the wings. Wouldn't just let those two beasts truck it up get, all day yeah. long.
0: Get rid of the wings. Play with thirteen players. Thirteen players, or you don't
2: just need two them. extra flankers. <laughs> be great. Well, just yeah, two, no, two extra flankers just so they're there to rock over. Real, yeah. get real quick ball when the two of them truck it up. <laughs> Stick uh, stick them all back rows on the wing. Mm. Oh, let's talk England. I was let's at, talk England. I was at Twickenham, and uh, firstly, mm. I just want to say thank you very much to our, our friends at Canterbury, oh. who, uh, who who wanted to make sure that the Eggchaser's Rugby Podcast had uh, had someone with a great view, fantastic view of the game on Saturday. What
1: a kit maker. Well I mean maybe the greatest kit maker of all time quite possibly yeah the,
0: the two england kits at the moment are delightful they're well, they they? delightful
1: so pretty pretty happy with canterbury at the moment
0: just while we're on kit makers going away from england yeah. uh, i just wanted to say uh, something about adidas because Ooh. because uh,
1: what a, a rival sports brand you love no no well, no they make
2: they
0: make fantastic kits i've been talking the adidas french kit up oh. a lot in recent months and recently. put spots. that
2: music back up oh that oh, french God. kit
0: so good. So I went into the Adidas uh, store on Market Street in Manchester this weekend uh-huh. to buy one.
1: Obviously, I mean, if you want an Adidas
0: kit, the first place I'd go is the Adidas store, right? So after a few minutes of walking around, he asked one of the the sales staff, and do, do you sell the Adidas rugby? Uh, sorry, the the French rugby shirt. To which his first response was is it made by Adidas?
1: <laughs> so which I said, yes.
0: And he said, oh no, we don't sell rugby shirts.
1: <laughs> and, well, uh, why do you need to ask the first question? The <laughs> first question seemed a little bit redundant.
0: But then he said, which is weird, because we're always getting people coming in looking for the all-black shirt.
1: So, not only did you not need to ask the first question, he's already been asked, <laughs> been asked your question numerous before, times.
0: Yeah, lots of times before. <sighs> so, Adidas, please, please stock the... Uh, the France rugby top well, that's just, on Market that, that, Street. That's
2: just terrible business. Going, oh, yeah, we get asked all the time. I mean, we do. Spend... We, we just, uh, yeah, all the time. People I mean, we are we saying, can spend... I spend money in your store? And we tell them no. No, yeah, I, sorry, I mean, not the store. As a company, store.
1: we spend millions on the All Blacks kit, uh, but we don't sell it now, not at all. <laughs> not in
0: the... One of the most recognisable brands in world sport. And yep. the company that produces it doesn't sell it in their, their one of their flagship stores. So Adidas, mind, sort it out.
1: Yeah, but mind you, the Adidas stores, they, they think it's necessary to, to sell like eight, eight different types of the same kit. So if you go in there, it's like you've got three or four racks of, I'm just trying to think of a, an Adidas. 40, uh, Chelsea. Chelsea. It'll be like three racks of Chelsea. I, I, you don't need three racks of Chelsea
2: yeah.
0: in Manchester. In Manchester.
2: <sighs> anyway, your, your quest to have that wonderful French kit is uh, is done. Um, I'm gonna stop using the word wonderful actually, because <laughs> after last week's podcast we got some feedback saying, Boys, come on, wonderful Stolin. Really? <laughs> uh yeah, we were we were a little bit too over the top about Phil Stolin that he made. <laughs> it was delicious Stolin,
1: though. <laughs> it was uh,
2: gorgeous stolen Uh some other um tweets and stuff. Oh, on, on the Burgess one, Ross Adnick got in touch on Twitter and said, We need another nickname. Rugby League had him called as Slam in Sam. What about WMB? Hang on weapon Do- of mass Burgess? Isn't this my joke?
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that based on yours? You it said must be. you said something about
1: uh Ath-unleash- unleashing, getting the- Kofi and Anne to, to inspect Sam Burgess to make sure he's not a weapon of mass destruction or whatever it was.
2: WMB, weapon of <laughs> no. mass As Burgess.
1: Burgess. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I don't As- know. No, no, that's not going to work. <laughs> it's going to go with uh Asperger Syndrome.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what would
1: that be? I have no is idea. That, <laughs>
2: Is that, is that Is that is that a little?
1: <laughs> that... Not, that doesn't work. It'd be a guy who could. <laughs> if, anyone have, if, if anyone would have, if anyone
2: would have ass syndrome, it would be you. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's the the little disease of the the, the dreams you have yeah. in bed at night. Perhaps. Uh, right, but back on England. So I, I spent the day at Twickenham, and it, it. I haven't been to Twickenham for years. In fact, I think the, the last time I was there, it was the Cup Final. My brother was playing for Plymouth against Bedford and it was like the the, oh, the, the cup below. Yeah. And then they had the main event. Do you have
0: like the Power Gen trophy. Plate? Exactly, yeah. Shield.
2: Exactly, so it was a Power Gen cup. Pack. So it was a long time ago since I've been to Twickenham. And it's an impressive place. It is, yeah, isn't it? It's a really impressive place. As much as anything, I just love the whole vibe, the whole car park is full of people for hours before and hours afterwards. It's kinda of like, um, like a tailgate. It's like a tailgate. Yeah. It's exactly. exactly. You can smell the money just when you get off the train. Know,
1: isn't it delicious?
2: Everyone those mustard coloured chinos that J V loves so much. I saw so many pairs of them. And tweed. Well, oh. Chinos and Tweed combo tweed jackets. And just some of the um flat caps, some of the most Incredible get-ups, those padded jackets, the quilted type of.
1: I wonder how many of these padded people jackets. actually own land, and how many people just want to look like they just, own. Land. Yeah, and also if they're allowed to, how many of them would carry shotguns?
2: <laughs> and I would say, if if you're, I think it's part of the these um, process when when they give out tickets for England games, they say uh, male m- male, yes, okay, tweed wearing tweed, okay, yeah, you can have a ticket. Female, yeah, okay. Are you really hot? Yeah. Okay, you can come. <laughs> You're in. They're all flipping gorgeous. Might have been the Bollinger talking, but uh, <laughs> uh, it's a uh, it's, it's an amazing place to be. So, um, how
1: how did you find how did did you find the game? Because I went there to watch England Wales this year, and I was amazed by the atmosphere. I mean, I, I've given Twickenham a hard time in the past for being quiet, but it was rocking for, for the for the Wales game.
2: You sensed the frustration. Actually, it was a great. It was great. It was really great to be there in Jerusalem before before the teams come out and stuff. Oh, it's really rousing, and the the amount of pomp and ceremony on the pitch is really great atmosphere. But it didn't ignite. The crowd were never ignited by what was going on during the match because yeah. it, it was another frustrating game for England. The forwards re- took apart the Aussies, but the backs didn't do anything. Well. Meters
0: made with ball in hand. Australia made four times the number of meters that England did.
2: Fact! Wow.
0: Um, and defenders beaten was nearly four times as many, 25 to 7.
1: Fact! That's a lot.
0: Yeah, they also had by far the, the line share of possession and territory. Good
1: defences win games. I do love Ben Morgan.
0: I think you were saying just before the pod, Tim, some very good things. He took his yep. two tries really well.
1: He's got the kind of body type that makes me think things are possible,
2: <laughs> but a, a few not so good things.
1: Yeah, he got handed off by Adam Ashley Cooper. Did, um, was he in the Y... Really that was weak. when he's in that wide channel. No, yeah? it
2: was really weak. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have missed the tackle, and that could have been if Brad Barrett hadn't covered his ass and uh, and got back there. And, he put and sh- shut 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 stuff down. Yeah, um, he put he, in a
0: great shift, Brad. Brad Barrett. I know in I mean, we've we've
2: been critical, but you did get a perspective like watching it live as a different perspective. You just sort of see the whole pitch, and you just go he's a really smart player he makes great decisions and shuts stuff down but Power beat Australia and that's fine but will Power ever beat New Zealand and South Africa, you'd have to I say think, no, um, surely.
1: No. I don't know actually. Because what does beat New Zealand? Well, the only thing which is likely to come close is South Africa. And England and South Africa aren't I kind of think of them as like number two and two A and two B. I mean they're kind of right up there, but they're seriously powerful packs. If, yeah,
2: but you're relying on I think England are relying on those teams having an off day to be able to to be able to win. Maybe. I you, you just, I think what everyone wants to see and we haven't seen, unfortunately, is England to grab the ball by the horns
1: and play. Well, no, because if you play, you'll never outplay New Zealand. You can't beat beat them at their own game. So I think probably your best strategy is to that, be as big as possible. That first half
2: against New Zealand, yeah. they did. Yeah. That one, that's what I'm. That's what we're talking
0: uh... about. They did exactly that. Their forwards gave them
1: the platform, and their backs. Well, used it. Second test in in New Zealand, they played wonderful uh, rugby, and they lost. So, yeah, they have tried. They've tried four times playing. If I if, if I was England, I would pick the biggest pack possible. And be the dullest, most negative team and just try and grind it out. (laughs) Which England got to a World Cup final uh, 2007. Yeah. Yeah. It's a very good Australian team. Mm. So there is is some logic there. I I didn't see any of the commentary. What was that like? Were there any gems? Oh, once again, Stuart Barnes. What a wordsmith. Um, (laughs) Courtney Laws made a fantastic cover tackle. And from a second row, I mean, the guy's athletic for a winger. But he's incredibly athletic for a second rower. So he makes makes a tackle and shit is That's the best tackle you'll ever see. He has a point. But then he goes on, the best tackle you'll ever see from a Northampton second row. (laughs) Cheers, Stuart. (laughs) Thanks, mate. (laughs) That's the best
2: tackle ever. From a second row. (laughs) Based in the East Midlands, wearing green, gold and black In the
1: 49th minute of a game. You won't
0: see a better one than that. He also, in the second half, uh, shortly after Australia had scored their first try, so England it was one try all at that stage. Someone went down, someone was having treatment, and Stuart Barnes gives a bit of an, a, a bit of analysis, and he says, "Look at these two clips. <laughs> if if England continue to score tries like this, they'll win the game. <laughs> <laughs> but if Australia continue to score tries like, like this, this, they will win the game." That is- <laughs>
1: That's almost a certainty,
0: isn't
2: it? It is indisputably true, though. <laughs> you can't argue with it. It's just good science. It's, 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 you can imagine him... The, the, the Courtney Laws one sort of remind. It's like the rugby version of Jamie Red, Redknapp using the word literally wrong. <laughs> uh, Michael Owen was literally a greyhound. <laughs>
0: he literally left him for dead. I've got another complaint, actually. Oh, yes, please. I was out of the house on Saturday afternoon planning to watch the game... Uh, on Sky Go on my phone oh. and the whole of the first half they were showing a documentary about the 1980s France team Sounds rather, awesome. rather than the England-Australia game ah not so awesome so oh, I, dear. I missed the whole of the first half
1: absolutely was it a good documentary did you learn anything <laughs> Serge Blanco I Serge Blanco likes cheese Yeah I <laughs> A guy I
0: can put it away Serge Blanco is massive now <laughs> And that France had a very Very good team in the 1980s
2: They were very exciting To watch back then Yeah
0: Yeah When Serge Blanco Was a, a little bit Slimmer and than he is now Pierre,
2: Pierre Berbizier And uh, Philippe Sellar uh.
1: Some great players Oh Christ Pierre uh, Berbizier uh, Did he coach France And Italy I don't, I don't know. Think well, I think he had a really successful spell. Yeah, I think, be right. I think he might or be right. Six more so, successful than the last So you day.
2: didn't get to watch the game because sc- Sky Go don't cover... You can't
0: watch matches on Sky Go. What? Well, no. They sorted it out for the second half. It was just a, it was a glitch. It was just a, uh, oh an error. Dear. A, a hardware or software error. Twice now it's happened. That
2: is, a, that is an error.
0: It's a huge error. I was so angry. It, I had to watch the first half of Wales, South Africa instead.
1: Wow. The, the meat grinder. God, it was... was
0: <laughs> brutal, yeah, <laughs> not exciting.
1: But any, but I disagree. Is... I love that. I love
0: Wales's style, style of rugby. As a, as a back, it wasn't exciting.
2: You just mentioned Wales, and we we should we should congratulate Wales. Warren Gatland has won a game
1: against someone from the Southern Hemisphere. Amazing, amazing. He's, he's one yeah. ugly, but he's won. Well, I think more accurate is to say Lee Halfpenny Penny beats <laughs> uh, what's his name. Uh, Pat, Lambie. No, Pat Lambie. Pat
0: Lambie. Which, which he did because Lee Halfpenny only missed one penalty. Pat Lambie missed four penalties. Oh, wow. Yeah. So.
2: <laughs> yeah, he did be. He be <laughs> very, really very, did. very big jawline. It's like Brad Barrett
1: and Pat Lambie. have <laughs> no. a jaw off. <laughs> uh, bit, of sad, bit, bit of sad news. Do you think we've seen the last of. Uh, John DeVilliers. John DeVilliers. Oh, oh,
2: this is. God. That was awful. Actually, I'm not even going to play that music because no, it feels sarcastic. It's, is this but it's trivial. Yeah. was ge- it was genuinely awful. It's dislocated knee. That's shocking. There's a national hero there.
0: There's a a freeze frame that I I don't want to see that that I saw where basically you can't see the bottom half of his leg. The bottom half of his leg is folded like round to the side, so his foot (sighs) foot is where his hip is. Oh God. Oh, it's uh, it's horrible, horrible injury. I just I really hope he gets right treatment and gets back. Well, at his age as well, it's one of those things.
1: It might just it might just be he calls it a day now. Because getting fit for the World Cup is going be, gonna to be a big ask. Yeah, get fit, get your form.
0: I don't. I, I think the World Cup will be too soon. And then but looking I, at that, if he's not
1: there for the World Cup, is he going to spend, yeah. spend the spend year playing? He, yeah. deserves, he deserves
2: better than that with the career he's had.
1: Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely,
0: it's a, a real shame. He's been still on superb form in uh, in the autumn internationals.
1: Mm. So real shame. Mm. I think it just shows how brutal. Uh, it is when Wales play South Africa. I don't think there is two more physical teams. I know i have just been saying that I think England are like, kind of like South Africa lights. but I kind of think Wales take it to another level, particularly the first sixty minutes. And they eked out a few penalties in the scrum as well. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some of the scrum was magnificent. England
2: England are a kind of set piece power, but it, it, but what you are talking about, yeah. sort of
1: in the loose, those tackles that just. What do you say, set piece power? I mean, just... I, I, I'd say England did have the advantage on Wales last Six Nations, but I mean. Traditionally, oh, I said traditionally, last five years, Wales' scrum has been mega. Um, Hibbard, um, Gethin, uh what's his name? Adam Jones. Adam Jones. And before that, you had um, the hooker. Oh, oh, why can't I not remember any names? <laughs> uh, blues hooker? Reese. Uh, Reese, uh, yeah. Matthew Reese. Matthew Reese. Um, what did you make Paul of them? Well, there's
2: one tweet we had said, uh, what do you reckon Michael Shrek should be called Michael -er? Schrecker? Sorry, Michael Checker should be called Michael Schrecker because he looks like Shrek. (laughs) Very good, very good. I did like that. And and also, uh, what do you make of Michael Checker's glasses? Not uh, seen them. Not a he, fan. He's, he's like, like a proper hipster. Yeah, he, just needs, oh, really? he, he needs a beard and he needs to be into bands that no one's heard of and, uh, <laughs> and take Instagram pictures of his breakfast. He's dressed yeah.
1: like Luke Charnley.
2: Yeah, he had some. Uh, he had some proper Luke, hipst- hipster black rimmed glasses on. Nice. Uh, yeah. uh, I think
1: Luke Charnley is the most athletic hipster in the world.
2: <laughs> this is a rugby league player who plays for Wigan, by the way.
1: Uh, yeah. How, everyone knows that, surely. Well, if you have listened to the rugby podcast, you know who Luke Charnley is.
2: Hmm. Luke or or Josh. Josh,
1: oh, it's Josh, isn't Josh. it? Josh. It oh is Josh. Oh, my God, I'm having a horrible... <laughs> oh, dear This me. is terrible pod. <laughs> um, right, right. I'll t- I'll t- who's oh, the sorry, for what you you
0: going to say? I was just going to say, going back to the power of the Wales game and the almost the boring strategy, they had a couple of back-to-back 15-man line-outs when they got into South Africa's 22. They put the whole of the back line into the, into the line-out and the first one, uh, I think the Rook got held up and then they had another one and they knocked on from a 15-man uh, line-out. They
1: did it against New Zealand. This is like, they only bring it out for the, for the, for the Autumn, Autumn Internationals. don't know why.
0: Couldn't get over the line.
2: So I think we should take stock of the Autumn Internationals that we've seen and quickly rattle through a... Autumn International 15 from the Home Union sides. Okay. So who's impressed you and who? Well, kind of like picking a Lions team yeah. almost, but only based on the players that have been involved in the Autumn International. So obviously guys like Sean O'Brien, Keane, Healy, if there was a Lions team, you'd think they would be in it. Yeah. But you get my point. So we do. based yes. on what we've seen with the Autumn International, who would you have in a 15 starting at 15? Uh, Halfpenny.
1: Would you? I think, see, oh, Carney. I'd, I'd go Carney. I'd go Carney I tell you, based I wouldn't on what go, I've seen. He's been I wouldn't go Mike Brown. I think Mike Brown has had a really bad autumn. Uh, Everyone says uh, he's a great player. And no, he has been a great player for a long time. No, he's been he's defensively solid. He's he's great
2: under the high all the All the solid oh, know. nuts and bolts but... But it's uh, he's a victim of the fact that England have got no fluency when you get into the wider channels.
1: Where was the game I watched him recently? And he dropped everything.
2: That was a Quinn's game. It for was a England, yeah. But for England, he's been he's yeah. actually been really good.
1: I think he's struggling a bit with form. Is is Mike Brown? So I would go. I think I'd go with halfpenny. I'd, I'd go with Carney. Carney. I think. I think Carney. Based been, on what I've seen, he's been. It depends brilliant. Depends if you've got a kicker. In Sizing another, yeah, runs
2: solid at the back. Yeah. Defensively strong. He's he's he's, he's looking great on the wings. George North. George North would have to be there. Johnny
0: May.
1: Johnny May has got form, but would you have him over Cuthbert? No, thank you. I, I reckon I probably would. No. because oh, Tommy Bell. This is based on
2: what we've seen, not yeah. on what you think of the players overall. This well, is based uh, this, on... The... This is
1: exactly what I've seen with my, with my own two eyes.
0: Tommy Bull has been on... Tommy Bell. ...good form as well. Yeah. But Johnny May has scored comfortably the best try oh, yeah. in, in all of the Autumn internationals, That was hell of a try. And he just... There's that excitement whenever he gets the ball. You don't quite know where he's going to go. Yeah. you don't quite know what he's going to do. And, and again, it's, it's you, really excited to you watch.
2: Pl- plug him into Wales, plug him into Ireland,
1: and you would think you'd see Johnny May could a lot not play more. for Wales. I'm not saying that to, to, to be an idiot. He just wouldn't get He's just not the right, the right sort of player. But I mean, they're uh, both yeah. good finishers. But uh, Cusco puts that bigger frame. Gatland back. Gatland ball.
2: Go on, Phil. You played wing. When, uh, when you used it, when you played, I'd give it to uh, Johnny May, Johnny May, and, George and North. Tommy Bow. Based on what we've seen, Tommy yeah. Bow. I, d- I do
0: like Tommy Bow. Who's Tommy
2: Bow? <laughs>
0: Unbelievable <laughs> decision.
2: In the centres, uh, twelve trees and uh, Barrett. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> no, in the centres, who
1: should we go with? Well, I'm not sure about thirteen because I think there's not been. Any outstanding thirteen performances. I've not seen the the Irish team, so maybe you could.
0: Yeah, Henshaw. I would. Who can play twelve or thirteen or fifteen? I'd probably say Henshaw. Who's only twenty-one. Head
1: and shoulders for me at twelve has to be Jamie Roberts. Yeah, agree yeah, with that without any shadow of doubt. His Which is a weird his... one because I laughed in a despairing way when I heard he was facing up against Sonny Bill. It was going to be a horrific mismatch, but actually he got one of the match
0: so. yeah his performance against New Zealand was one of the best I've seen against New Zealand it was yeah. absolutely sensational, just disrupted
1: everything uh Scotland, who are they playing at thirteen
0: <coughs> uh Bennett had a couple yeah. of games but then got injured he's yeah. out for like eight eight ten weeks okay. um he, he's a very good outside center they, well.
1: they've, they've sort of playing some playing some nice rugby, but not nice yeah. enough to get in the get game the lines yet
0: yeah, yeah.
2: So, so Jamie Soles. Roberts and who do we go with? Uh, Henshaw, Henshaw. Robbie Henshaw. Yeah, he was good. Uh, at ten, tough one. This. Well, it is tough.
1: It's <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Johnny Sexton didn't exist. If yes. he didn't exist.
0: Yeah. There's no Johnny Sexton. You'd be fighting out because bigger played very well in yeah. his last couple of games. Number nine.
1: Uh, oh. Um. I'd hmm. like to give
0: a nod to to Law.
1: I think Webb's but been really Reece, good. Reese Webb would be the man. He's, he's the man. Um, exactly the
2: two got written down. Laidlaw deserves because he's, he's led Scotland well, he's kicked well, he's played very well. Yeah, and. and Murray. Conroy has Colin played Murray's very well. Some
0: of his kicking has been really, really good, and that suits the island.
2: And yeah. what Can we just talk for a second? Um, Nick Evans accused Stuart Lancaster of making Danny Care Hang a on. scapegoat. And not want to talk about the second best. No, 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 title. no. I'm just saying because if you'd have picked a Lions nine before all the autumn internationals, we'd probably have gone with Danny, Danny Care. Yeah, but and he's he's not dropped like a. What's going on?
1: I don't. I don't. I know. just don't know. Uh, I feel like Lancaster is losing the plots, as I've said.
2: The only
0: thing I could think would be that he doesn't think his form's that good, so he sent him back to the club to to build some form.
2: All oh, right, um, and,
0: but, but keep Owen Farrell in, yeah, yeah. But why would he not do the same with Owen Farrell?
1: Because he loves Owen Farrell. And why would? Because his dad picks the team.
0: Huh? Why would he have Rocco the form winger for that, the Premiership, yeah. for one game? He gets picks up an injury, but then he plays the third and fourth games for his club. Why? Why is he dropped like a stone? no idea
2: I, odd but uh, yeah I think, I think we're going we're to have to go with uh, your Welsh brother in there Jay at number 9
1: yeah Rhys Webb
2: uh, in the forwards then let's rattle through these
1: Phallus out Falisal mm-hmm. very good game on the weekend yeah would you have him ahead of Morgan would you have him ahead of Heaslip <sighs> Heaslip uh, I like Morgan right but I don't I don't even see him being as good as like Ewers I mean if you said to me which, like, which <laughs> one do you want I'd probably go Ewers He's more Uh, athletic, stronger ball carrier, faster, fitter. I I thought Morgan... Very good performance, two tries, can't can't argue with that so much.
0: But just based on his performances, um, when he came on in the the other games, he he always kind of got that go-forward that England England were lacking. Morgan.
1: Why? Wow. Why? It's got to be he's Okay, he's Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) bye.
2: (laughs) He's the past been really good. At seven, then again, we can overlook Warburton. England one more time.
0: Yep. Yeah. Warburton, superb against South Africa. He was excellent. And he then really was. Peter Omani at six. Yeah,
1: exactly. Fine. read my mind. The Limpets. Uh, now, England can have some say in the second realm, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Uh, I. Quite like uh, Atwood, as has been previously. I, I,
2: I would pick Alan Wynn. I thought he was he's been excellent. Look, Alan Wynn has always
0: exceptional. He's so good. Always. Paul O'Connell has been excellent. Oh, he has, well. not he?
2: Yeah. I, uh, so, exactly, so I was going to say the two old well I say old stages Alan Wynne-Jones is apparently 28 but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Alan, Alan, <laughs> has, has he one got, one has see he got your the same passport, age as, as uh,
1: the evergreen Stanley Jean?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'd go Alan Win um, and Paul O'Connell
0: and That is harsh on
1: Courtney Laws Really harsh but, but yeah best, I, I think so The best ever Northampton second row <laughs> at, t- at tackling At tackling, in the 49ers, at tackling. Uh, Yeah fine Samson Lee for prop? For tight head I, they, I think David yeah, Wilson has played very probably
2: well probably
0: say so Samson Lee yeah, uh, uh, hookah Hibs. I'd go Hartley.
2: I'd go... You reckon? Not over Hibs. Hartley's
0: line-out has been superb. And besides his small indiscretion when he got yellow carded... Um, his hair's not as nice. <laughs> his hair's... Mm, I think he's a bit nicer than Hibbard's. And his
1: tattoo's not as in, uh, as intricate.
0: <laughs> um, I,
1: I would definitely go
0: Hartley. Well, you're wrong, unfortunately. It's Hibbard. Uh, I'd also like to say that uh, Ross Ford... When did he learn to throw and hook? Because previously he's not been able to do I think either a, of those things. I think previously he's just
2: doing gym sessions. Yeah, loads yeah. of gym sessions. Just looking like <laughs> an absolute beast, but not playing like it. Uh, and what the, a pair of shoulders that man has got, and a, <laughs> he's tiny, a, and a tiny waist. Hell he's of a, a specimen. He's yeah. a great specimen. Uh, and who's the other propman? Marler. Fine, done. I would go with Marler as well. Yeah, he does a lot of a lot of defensive work and a yeah. lot of carries. So, so we've got really no good. Scottish players
0: playing. No, but a few honourable mentions, which yeah. is more than they
1: would have got eighteen months ago. Exactly. Well done, Scotland. Success.
2: Yeah, they're they're on the right lines, but it's it's a tough old thing when there's four when, when, what, when there's we,
1: about eighty players to choose. We four, would have three. this. We would have the Scottish py- pyrotechnic staff because they are like, <laughs> exceptional <extremely laughs> <like> at that. <laughs>
2: uh, all right, I think we should have a little, um, a brief break and a and a, and a quiz. Phil Ooh. prepares a quiz. Um, me and JB take each other on. And well, <laughs> it's not exactly competitive, well, is it? If, if at the if, moment. In rugby parlance, basically, I am like the Exeter pack, and you are like the Saracens pack. You're just getting <laughs> dominated. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're, James you're, Johnson getting yellow card. card. I know. That, we will get onto that very soon. Uh, premiership and now, all the rest have of it. I bought
1: baked goods to go with the quiz. So last week we had stolen, uh, and this week I went to John Wil- John Wilkins' coffee shop because he has one in. Uh, he's uh, a
2: he's a rugby league player for St
1: Helens. In case uh, you didn't know. Yep. Uh, and I've got three chocolate tiffin' cakes, so I'll just hand these oh, out. Oh, wow. Here's one for you, Phil. Wonderful tiffin'. Oh, this is good. <laughs> some Thank, good you, Thank you, Jay. Thank Ooh. you, Jay.
2: my turn next week, then. Rich, rich and dark. If you bake and you like to send in some baked goods, mm. uh, if you're a proprietor of a bakery or a mm. coffee shop or something, you like to send some baked goods for us to eat mm. during our quiz, that's fine. Quite that, That's what mm. we should do. I, I, I would urge everyone, every rugby podcast, have some baked goods ready and we'll have uh, some baked goods whilst we do the quiz. You can get involved in this as well. So me and Jay are going to try and take each other that on. Here's some tasty tiffin. Mmm, <laughs> it is good, isn't it? Mm. Uh, let me try it. Velvety smooth. Yeah, wow. good quality. has not tiffin got like raisins and no a biscuit and stuff in? Couldn't tell you. Very good. Mm. whatever that is, I like it. Um, oh, it's that really good.
0: Right, question number one: Which two England players from the 23-man squad against Australia? Have more than 50 caps.
1: Which two England players?
0: Only two are above 50 caps. Ooh, Easy. <laughs> Next. Question number two. What position did Warren Gatland play? Easy. Uh,
2: <laughs> I haven't got a clue. Why Hell not? of a flanker. I know what he looks like. <laughs> okay.
0: And there's a bonus on that one.
2: This is you're just trying to get Jay to win.
0: <laughs> Maybe. Jay Jay's not been doing so well. So the bonus is how many caps did Warren Gatland get for New Zealand? Well, he was
1: clearly second choice of what he did. So I'm going to say and is that going to be closest?
2: Yeah,
0: closest right. will get the bonus point. Wonderful. Hmm. <laughs> Question 3. Yeah. What position was Ben Morgan, packing down for in the last couple of scrums on Saturday. Ooh. Oh. Who's on England's bench? I'm not telling you, Jay. <clears throat> okay. Question four, and the last of the questions, before we possibly have a break and then do a little list later. Um... According to respective clubs' websites, who is heavier? Uh. James Haskell or Sam Burgess?
2: Uh.
1: Both big men. Both look good in (laughs) (laughs) T-shirts.
2: That's what we need. We need a Burgess Fitness
0: YouTube channel. Yeah. Mm. Come on, Sam. Okay, do you want the answers for them now? Question number one. Yeah. The two players with more than fifty caps. Tim, who have you got?
2: Hartley and Robshaw.
0: You're wrong, unfortunately. It's Hartley and Youngs. Uh, you've both got one point. It's Hartley and Haskell. Oh, oh,
1: that's oh, why. That's oh, why. No! That's why it's good. Uh, <coughs> that's why it's, to, uh, <laughs>
0: that's why it's... Uh, Youngs is God damn me. it. Chris Robshaw's. Uh, Very few. It, it depends when this was updated. It's either thirty-three or thirty-four. Yeah, far fast. Oh, because he's expect. had nearly all of his because because he was like sec two caps before he came captain. That's
2: right. Because last week's quiz was how many caps as captain, and I mm. yeah, okay, oh. Oh. all right. What well, what position was Warren Gatland? I actually don't know. I don't remember watching him play, but I just hooker. went hooker.
1: I went for tighthead. Hooker, and I think he's got about thirty caps because he's second behind. Uh... I
2: said twenty six caps.
1: But um, I said tighthead. You get one point each. Jeez.
0: He was hooker. Now. He appeared for New Zealand 17 times, but he got no caps because they were all in uh, unofficial, non- wow. non-test games. He tour was second, games. wasn't he, to,
1: um, what's his name? The, uh, Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick. Sean Fitzpatrick.
2: Yeah. Warren Gatlin must hate Sean Fitzpatrick. <laughs> <laughs> in, the, in the way that um, Graham Dore, yeah. for all those years, used to hate Brian Moore. Because mm. you, you didn't have replacements and uh, unless Wait, so, you were injured. So bitter. Okay. Right, so it's currently two all.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Question three: Ben Morgan, where did he pack down? It's second second wasn't row. It? He did, yeah. He packed down number five because uh, l-
2: George Cruz had that blood injury, didn't yeah, he?
0: Yeah, Cruz came on for uh, laws, percent. and then Cruz went off. And who's heavier, Haskell or Burgess?
2: I think I went for Burgess. I think he's 118 kgs, is what I remember reading when people talk about him. So I wrote Burgess down. What did you write down?
1: Haskell.
2: she going
0: for Haskell. There's two kgs in it, 116 to 114, which is about
2: five pounds.
0: And it's Burgess. Yes!
2: <laughs> so I'm taking a 4-3 lead into the list challenge. Mm. Uh, you may well have done better than me and JB on that one. Um, but we'll be back with another little part of Phil's weekly quiz. very this very soon. disgusting. <laughs> that cake was... I've, I've smashed that <laughs> whole cake. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm going to be 116 kgs <laughs> at this rate. Uh, so um, there was the Autumn Internationals. Obviously, that is done and dusted. If you have to sort of rank the happiness or like where they are on the road to well, where right. they want to be by this september you you sort of have to go scotland would be scotland and ireland would be you know above the line and happy wales have now beaten a southern hemisphere side so they'd be pretty happy yeah. with some like yeah. we need to improve england despite only narrowly losing by 3 points to new zealand and south africa beating australia you'd have to say they're kind of hmm
0: middling yeah. yeah there's some positives, I think the pack and the set pieces is, is a big positive. Yeah, they're just the confusion over the back line, I, I yeah. think, still is.
2: It does feel like Stuart Lancaster, I like, oh my god, he's, he's, he does he does actually feel like there's a sense of like scratching your head and panic and not really knowing what's what to do or what's going on. If everyone was fit, yeah, tomorrow that would make his, his life a lot easier,
0: but I, I still don't know who he'd pick. I think Tualagi would probably get a 13 child. shirt, but. Who would go at 12? Would it be, be Eastmond? Would it be 12 trees? Would he put Barrett back inside? Because he's had Barrett in all, all four games. Would it be George Ford or Farrell Burrell? at 10? Burrell? Where Burrell. would Burrell come in? Would Youngs or Kerr start? Who would be
2: his wingers? Just a oh, quick God. observation. Though. God, you're right. It's a, it's, it's a minefield, isn't it? But In a funny way, for Stuart Lancaster, his, his job was made, uh, not easier, because it was difficult. You want those good players around. But his job was made slightly easier by the fact there were lots of injuries because he didn't have to make the decision and go, right, this is what we're doing. But do you think he actually... I don't. You just get the sense he doesn't know still, and we're with what? How many? A few games, like five real meaningful matches in the Six Nations before we're right into the World Cup.
1: Yeah, yeah. The, the warm-up games and all the rest of it. Um, yeah.
2: oh, I'm, I'm a bit. I'm, I'm a bit concerned. Yeah. It, Who's it. the ten? Who's the nine? Who are the two centres? Who are the wingers? We, we, I, we, we got Mike Brown at fullback. Brilliant. Yeah. That's the only one you well, can Mike, sort of and go. Out,
1: and out of sorts, Mike Brown. I might add.
2: that's the only one you can go with certainty yeah he'll be starting again in the first World Cup I think he
1: must really like Anthony Watson Hmm.
2: well we've got we've got um, a couple of months now before well February the 6th I think it is the England-Wales at the Millennium Stadium so we can put that on the back burner and let's talk premiership for a minute um and I think we have to we have to doff our cap once again to Exeter to the mighty Chiefs. Yeah, Let, let's just rewind back to you know the first week in September, and I, I think we were well, we certainly weren't alone. I think most pundits, very very few people, predicted a strong season for Exeter.
1: Well, I predicted last year that they'd make the playoffs. That was a disaster.
2: And you yeah. predicted you predicted this year that they'd struggle.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I wonder if it's not not been in, in the senior U- European competition, and I wonder if they're that cycle that clubs go on where you've got a load of good players but not quite good enough for England yet.
0: Yeah, you you, know, you might be right because I had they lost waldrum Ewers, Slade, Hill, Hill um, noel if they'd lost those five to England... Exactly. Then it could have had very different running results Tom, in the last month.
1: Uh, Tom Johnson's out anyway.
0: Yeah, Tom Johnson. Yeah, yeah
2: exactly. and, and they did. Uh, well, let's just talk about this much vaunted Saracens pack that everyone, you know, they still had a really, really good pack. Yeah. And that Saracens pack got absolutely taken apart.
0: Yeah. In the scrums as well, just driven backwards with penalty after penalty, leading to the yellow card for for Johnson.
2: So fair play, Exeter. Well done.
0: Yeah, and have they installed installed the diesel horn? Because if they haven't yet, well, we, we don't know because Waldrum didn't score.
2: They've got a remix. They have got a ream. They've got a bit of music which they play. Um, Fatty Matty, an extra chiefs fan, got in touch and uh, said that they have got uh, like a remixed sound, Thomas the Tank Engine music, with a big
1: That's nice. part of it. That's a start. That's yeah,
2: that's a start. That's, a start. that's, a start. that's good. If, uh, if
1: if if you own a major haulage firm down. Near Exeter, and you've got a spare diesel V uh, V8 or V12. You, you want to do an eight?
2: I still want to hear that as he's just running track as well. That'd be awesome. Just as he's crashing
0: it up. That is a bit like operated by the fans. I, I don't know. It's a bit Americanized that having that when he's crashing it up. I love the idea. What happens if he gets smashed by two players and goes backwards? Oh,
2: uh, uh, would you would
1: a And also, it might give the game away if the Exeter fans know what the move is and they sound the horn early. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what record was equaled in the uh, Exeter game?
2: Yes, I do. Oh no, wasn't it beaten? Oh
0: no, it, it was. It was the number,
2: yes, number of
1: kicks. penalty kicks in it's, a Premiership was, match.
0: Number of penalties, which was nine. I, was it Charlie Hodgson that held it? No, that's three others. No, nope. Tim Dimsen. No. Nope.
1: Uh,
2: the, the Gloucester guy, Ludovic um, Mercier, or uh, yeah.
1: Um Okay, okay, hold on. Uh, uh, oh, Paul Grayson.
2: No. Toby Flood. No. Um, this is hot. <laughs> this is hard.
0: They're, they're uh, not the. You wouldn't uh, think of them Paul, immediately. Paul Paul Ian, hum- Ian Humphries. No. Paul Burke. Uh, I'll give you a clue. No. No clues. Nick <laughs> uh, Evans. No. No. Uh, I think the last time. No clues. Happened, the last time it uh, happened was two
2: thousand and two. Oh okay. Oh, Kenny Logan. <laughs> no. <laughs> two thousand and two. God. Jackson Jackson Rob Andrew Nope Johnny Wilkinson Nope but Right uh, team oh, um, oh uh Dave Walder Dave Walder's one of them Oh up. well
1: done That's a great <laughs> shout
2: the,
0: the three You were Dave Walder Nope <laughs> We can't do this someday. <laughs> Dave Walder Bram Van Straten Oh the leads <laughs> And Thierry Lacroix Lacroix, Lacroix. I Thierry don't know, Lacroix. know who that guy is Of, of Quins Thierry oh, Lacroix in, in the 90s I think it was
1: mm. Wow Great one, yeah.
2: Thierry Lacroix. Uh, it's, uh, let's let's flip to the other, um, the, the other end of the table, and it's just getting worse for London Irish. Really, really struggling at the minute.
0: Yeah, losing at home to Gloucester, who yeah. have not been playing well.
2: That was, a ter- that was the worst first half of rugby <laughs> anyone could possibly watch. Three nil at half-time. But, I, I saw, no,
1: was it? Not, was it three all? I watched the first half. I went upstairs. I thought, who was winning that? I don't even know. I didn't even register.
0: Yeah, it was horrible, wasn't it? And what was the end score, Tim? Twenty-one 219 twenty-one nine.
2: Okay,
1: so they picked it picked up in the second half.
2: Yeah, and Gloucester, you know, ended their run of defeats. Um, London Irish, their run of defeats continues. We don't even need to talk about London Welsh. Um, Newcastle <laughs> Sale was an interesting one. We, we just finished. Sale did win that one, and oh, Sale are in sixth again. Yeah.
1: What would happen if Sale spent their salary cap? I know. I wonder if they're good enough to go. Well, I suppose if they, if they actually had money to spend, they wouldn't have Steve Diamond. But they
2: always do well in this autumn international period. They, they sort yeah. of, it was this time last season. They suddenly picked well, up. Well, last season winning. as well.
1: Right at the end. Right at the end of the season, the business end of the season, they, they they made a real push, got into sixth. Yeah. Hmm. So they all, they've got something about them, Sale.
0: Yeah, they've got that good pack. Yeah. And they... Very good set piece. Wasps, good, are looking, Wasps and Quinns
2: are both looking like they've got a little, a little bit more vulnerable when they lose a couple of players. They yeah. suddenly they've got a soft underbelly. Well,
1: Wasps are doing better than I thought they would. I thought Wasps would be kind of down uh, there.
2: I think when you look at the players that they got, Gaskell, Miller,
1: good um, starting fifteen, you know, and, you and
2: Wade coming back from injury and stuff, you sort of get excited about Wasps. But uh, it's not. Really... Like I said
1: there I think they're about three signings away from being competitive. And did
2: you see the Leicester fifteen that they put out? It's starting to look like a Leicester team. It game. is,
1: isn't it? It's getting ominous.
0: Did you see your man Benjamin? Did he score? Uh, He got the ball ball over the line. Uh, No, what's uh, he done though? And dropped it.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. He's still working (laughs) over. Ever since I gave JB's endorsement for Miles Benjamin, he's not done so well. Yeah, he's let you down big time. (laughs) Yeah. He does some things very well. Yes And yes. then other things Like catching And putting the ball down is very badly But I think Richard Cockrell Accepted that They
2: probably weren't A better team And were pretty lucky To come away with a win But when you look At that front row It's a Cole uh, Young's Cole You sort of think <laughs> Going into the winter months you, Yeah You feel pretty good about it You get that. a warm feeling Yeah yeah, I'm getting a tingle And it's it's quite nice To have the uh,
0: the young gun And the old The old guy Behind them, Thorne and Kitchener. Yeah. It's a nice, nice uh, well-balanced second-row partnership.
2: Phil, right? I can't believe you've not talked about the Ulster game or are you trying to blot it out of your memory?
0: Uh, it's a great game. It's a bit frustrating. So
2: I, I don't know if either of you watched any of it.
1: Uh, was it a Pro Pro 12?
2: This was whilst the Bath-Quins game was going on. Right, I yeah. definitely didn't
1: watch it then. So I
2: I've flicked
0: a little bit and then caught the extended highlights. Um, Ulster went 12-0 up. Then Munster scored 21 unanswered points. They played some really good attacking rugby, stretched, spread the ball wide, stretched Ulster. to go 21-12 and then Ulster came back into it, got a penalty, got a try. Nick Williams with a minute to go to mm. put it 21-20 with the kick to go, <sighs> with which was the easiest kick of the night for Ian Humphreys to win the game and he missed it. Mm. Uh, Drama. Yeah, it, it was a really good game, but just a bit frustrating from uh, from Ulster's point of view.
2: Yeah. Seems pretty tough. Like the, the international players are going to return from three or in some cases four gruelling weeks and like we say there was a lot of Irish oh, play. Irish players straight back into it but now for all the guys of whatever country they're into European competition we were now. We just saying
1: this how brutal is that? But yeah. I mean, If you're an England player Rob Shaw four international games on, on the bounce
2: 80 minutes in each one
1: and then arguably yeah. going into an even tougher competition. I don't know about that, but what, you reckon it's a day off against? No, you know, I, I'm not saying uh, day
2: off, but I don't think I don't think I'd say uh, European Cup is harder than international rugby. I would rugby. say
1: playing against the Toulouse or Toulon pack is harder than or, Yeah, it's hard, if not harder than South Africa. Well,
0: yeah, Robshaw Rob welcomes Leinster to the <laughs> to the stoop, so it's
1: Leinster probably rested all their Irish lads. Yeah, away.
0: yeah, they will have done will have done last week.
2: God, there's something to be said for the way that. New Zealand look after their players, isn't there? There's, there is something to be said. There's like, uh, well, I suppose, and Wales look after yeah. War, Warburton. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Craig said something quite in- interesting. He always
1: this. says something in- uh, interesting.
0: He he wants to see thirty man squads for all rugby games. So wow, he, so he, as in
1: the match day squad. The
0: match day squad wow. of thirty, so you can change every single player halfway play through the
1: game. And he he thinks it it would. Do you know of I don't think it, it makes stop sense? It like that? Um, I, I've got two two sides on this because hmm. there is the interchange rule in rugby league and I thought oh, that's a good idea it's not a good idea because you you'll well, go down the do road well they do it
2: they do it in the lower league uh,
1: we, in yeah. the, uh, we do it
2: rugby union yeah exactly. but the
1: reason I don't like it for professional sports or professional rugby union is we need the players really to get smaller now it's not going to be easy <laughs> because all the new training techniques and the rest of it but one of the ways you could make it smaller is to make them play longer so if you had a squad of 30 and you had I don't know Ten changes. Yeah. The, the temptation would be to have, you know, three or four massive 20, men. Yeah. Will, and and Will Skelton. Will Skelton. And on that front, let me just say, uh,
2: I he was warming up um, in the dead ball area, right in front of where I was sat at Twickenham. It's ridiculous how big he is. Bigger than me. He looked. <laughs> he was with. He was with all the Aussie uh, other guys, and he looked like he was the teacher on a school ex- excursion. <laughs> have you ever
1: seen the he picture was massive. of Craig Quinnell singing the Welsh national anthem? and he's kind of hugging Yeston Harris. It's a wonderful picture. He's, hu- he's huge, he's hugging him, but he's also crying at the same time. <laughs> I think they use it for like an insurance advert, as tw- we make you feel protected. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> shall we, shall we finish the quiz before we go into the matchup?
2: No, yes, no, then. oh, it's four, is it 4-3? Four four I've got a slender one-point lead, despite Phil... Trying to stitch me up by having Wales based questions
1: again now, for JB. For this second part of the quiz, I have bought this nice cooled bottle of Shubbly.
0: So <laughs> I will open this up now. Luckily, I haven't. But next week, I next will. Next week. Next week. <laughs> uh, Get more and more extravagant. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Now, a little list to finish it off. There are seven points available for this. Huh? Yeah. Uh, and I want you to name, in no particular order, particular order, the top seven all-time Premiership try scorers.
1: Oh, goodness me!
0: And the reason I've done seven is that all of them are outside backs, besides one of them. And if you get the person who's not an outside back, you'll get a double point. Is it in order? Him. In order? N- order does not matter. I just need the names. Seven names on your paper. And one of them is worth two.
2: How long's the premiership been going for? A long time. Uh, no clues. 15 years or so. Crikey. Crikey. <laughs> oh,
1: wow. Oh, this is really hard.
2: <laughs> got so many names popping in my head.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty confident with my first four. I think we all know the first three.
2: Um ooh. Do we? <laughs> God, I, I'm not really not feeling good about this now.
0: I think the first three is reasonably well publicised. Yeah. No, I don't like that one. But then after, yeah, after the first three it gets tricky.
2: Oh man, this is stressful. <laughs> Alright, I think I've uh, actually that one, yeah, I'll go with that one. One, two, three, four, five, six. I've got seven names, I'm just gonna cool. stop. I'm just gonna stop because I will get it. <coughs> okay. C- Unless. No. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, yes. Oh, I'm glad I crossed that one out. Right, I've got seven names. You've got seven, J yeah. You've
0: got seven written down there. Can I have a, a. Okay. Let's have a look. Right.
2: Just give one name, and then if I've got it on mine, and then Phil can tell us if it's yeah. on the seven. Quato. I've got a Quato. And I know from my time as Sales Sharks match announcer, the amount of times I would say. Another try for the Premier It's all time leading try scorer, Mark Quato. So I know he's the top.
0: Yes, he is currently top. I think second is now Vandell.
2: Uh
0: I've also got Vandell on my list. Vandell is in second. Third of all
1: time would be Steve Hanley. I've got Steve Hanley. Steve, oh, Steve, Steve Hanley, three points each. In? I then think another sail winger, Ben Cohen, is in there.
2: I didn't pick Ben Cohen.
1: But he had, I didn't pick Ben Cohen. But he had a few years out. He went to France, so it's oh, not nailed on. No. But he did start young. Is Ben Cohen
0: on the list? Ben Cohen is in eighth place, so he's not no! not on the list.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. one one person I've got that was also I've been at the same club. I've went with Chris Ashton. Chris Ashton was oh, a good attempt. Is not on the list, not right. in the top ten. Okay, so we both have only well, so cross that one off. Um, Jay, your next one. Uh,
1: this is my flyer. Neil back.
2: Uh, look at that list. Neil Back
0: You've both got Neil
2: Back as your
0: Oh Damn <laughs> you yeah. I see one of your others I know was right as well You've both got Neil Back as your non-outside back Yeah, yeah.
2: And he's correct Two, oh. two <gasps> points Because he was always yeah, in, the, in the back through, At the back of the yeah. driving mall and a massive <laughs> West Leicester pack Yeah He's 59 premiership tries wow. for Neil That's Back That's amazing Incredible and he, and he made a grand total of 59 yards to score them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, another name. Another name on my list Tom Voice
1: Oh, that's ba- a wonderful ba- guess. Bath and then that, that has to be... And Gloucester and London Welsh.
2: Yeah.
0: Jonathan Beardmore, lookalike Tom Voice, is... <laughs> uh, Jay has two, two names left on his list. Yes! Ugo
1: Monya is not in there. <laughs> not in the top ten. And uh, the last one, I couldn't think, so went Steve Booth.
2: And I went James Simpson-Daniel. That's a great one. And James Simpson-Daniel is there. No! Yes! <laughs> so,
0: Tim wins... Uh,
2: it's getting boring being 11,
0: Jay 11-8, I think I get
2: the overall. Jeez. We might need to get a, a, a listener on to <laughs> t, to take Jay's place, because it's getting... It'd be like it's like playing London Welsh every week.
1: <laughs> Tom Boyce, that was one of the best guess I can't believe anything of Tom Boyce. There's one person you missed
0: from the top seven, and it's Paul Sackey.
1: Oh, good. Uh, but he's a, he's a broad for a little
0: while. Yeah, but he had a long career at Wasps. Yeah, 68 premiership tries in, in fourth place. Uh,
2: Irish as well, wasn't he? He was an Irish. He went, Did he play Irish? Before? Yeah, but Irish was, wasps. Uh,
0: stad. He went back. Yeah, and then back to Quinn's last yeah. season. But only, he probably only scored one or two tries last season. Oh,
2: what does that make it? off lost count now. I've won so many seven-one, mm-hmm. something <laughs> like that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Good victory, Tim. Oh, another good. another good victory. It's like it's, Is, it's which one almost like you get, it, you get one wrong. Uh, I put I. I say Chris Ashton. Chris
2: Ashton, I yeah. also crossed out Alisana to Tuilangi for James and Daniel. That was the last-minute change oh, I made. Good, good, good
0: switch, good.
2: yeah. Oh. I'm going home. i <laughs> <For> physically drained.
0: <laughs> Th- thanks for the uh, tiffin, though, Jay. Shut up. <laughs> really appreciate beautiful it. beautiful
2: tiffin, lo- wonderful tiffin. <laughs> right, let's, let's let's look at the matchups for this weekend coming up then, or uh, well, next weekend as it is now as we're recording it. The European rugby returns, like we say, a, a real grind. You've got a whole load of in- uh, autumn internationals. Stuart Lancaster putting his feet up, but for all the players, straight back into some pretty massive games. With respect to all the teams that are in it, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the Challenge Cup. Nope. Or uh, none. So well, that's uh, enough time, yeah. So yeah. Friday night, Montpellier Bath.
0: Now, yeah, it's interesting how many of the French players will have been rested by their clubs this weekend. Just none. gone. Because the top 14 played, France didn't play. But I just wonder. Yeah, I, I bet none of them will be because yeah. it's they so are, important. Yeah, they do rest. They do rest their players before big games. Yeah. So, I, I think Bath might give some of their guys a bit of a rest. Well, um, if just, they lose that
1: out of it for good. Yeah,
0: just given that they
1: need to win it.
2: Slamming Sam. Will they give him?
1: Uh, m- if more they time? do, I think it's ludicrous because these aren't the games where you blood a new blood a new guy.
2: I think Montpellier at home will win.
1: Yeah, I'd go with that.
2: They've been playing well this season as well. On Saturday, Sale against Saracens. This is interesting. Sale in really good form. Saracens will have their full complement back. Mm.
1: Where are they playing? Away? At, at Sale. At Sale. At Sale. At Saracens. Yeah.
2: You'd
0: have to think Saracens. You'd like to think Saracens with everyone back, with everyone available.
1: And they'll probably have more fans uh, than than sale, so it'll be like a home game. Well, <laughs>
2: Saracens have got a bit of a challenge to try and get two thousand away fans to go up because it's a massive game for Saracens um, in in a, in a really tight pool. Munster and Claremont and Saracens are all sort of battling. Uh, so Sarries are trying to take two thousand, which will pretty much double the the attendance. attendance at sale. <laughs> wow, which is good for them. Um, and in the same pool, one Munster against Claremont. That's a pretty yeah. tasty match. Looking forward to seeing that Saturday evening. Every time I picked
1: against against Munster, they've won. So yeah. I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, Clermont
0: have just come off the back of a, they, a tough they, away trip to Toulon as yeah, well. Yeah, they, they lost. Yeah, they lost. Lost twenty-seven, nineteen into Toulon. So you'd say on that Munster home victory. Yep.
2: I would go with that logic would dictate, which would leave Pool One pretty interesting, and with everything to play for if those results come off. Uh, pool three, Ulster against Scarlets. Your boys, Phil, Soften.
0: Ulster, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, a,
2: Scarlets at home. No.
1: no. A, 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 it's Ulster. at the Kingspan, Kingspan. Stadium. Yeah, A win at the Kingspan for Ulster. Yes, definitely. spanners also the, shove all that. The, all their the irony,
2: back. the irony is still not lost on anyone. It still makes me laugh every time. The, the, the windiest, one of the most exposed grounds. Um, Sponsored by a Let, Ventilation. No, no. In, 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 insulation. insulation. Sorry. In ventilation would be perfect. It's <laughs> meant to stop drafts and stop cold um, drafts coming in. Uh, but yeah, um, and Pool 5, Northampton will beat Treviso away. No way, yeah. And Ospreys against Racing Metro. That's an interesting one.
1: Wales A against Wales B. Um, <laughs> Racing.
0: Yeah, Ospreys. Yeah. We've got it, quite a few players who've just come off the back of that. Racing spent too much
2: money not to win. But yeah. they're not very good on the road, but I'm still gonna go with the Racing win. Yeah, I'll go with that. And into Sunday then, cast against Wasps. Uh cast are currently
0: bottom of the Pro. Are the, they really the top fourteen, yeah. Do you know the what though? Quite sometimes, sometimes though
1: when teams are playing outside of the competition they're getting hammered at, it's like a do you remember Northampton the year they got relegated, I think. They got into the semis of the Heineken Cup. Really?
2: So London Welsh are gonna win the Ch- Challenge Cup then. It only makes <laughs> sense. <laughs> I think you're right. Uh Oh, okay. Well, uh, Cast I didn't realize they're that poor. Mind you, the top fourteen is pretty tough it contest.
0: Is, it's, it's very tough. I mean, they've they've won four games. The team in fifth, uh, Bordeaux, have only won six games. So,
2: right, okay. Sorry,
0: <laughs> there's only two games that separate uh, fifth. They're fifth boss of from, the league with four with four wins, wins, wins out, out of twelve. My no
2: word, it, yeah. it's a lot of it's to do with the home away. Uh, Quins will probably get beaten by Leinster.
1: Yeah.
0: I, Quinn's really need to sort that scrum out. We we're just saying the other week that they were scrimmaging well, but then against the younger Bath pack, got a... mm-hmm.
1: that Bath pack is a, is an unusually tough one.
2: This this is a tasty old match. I can't wait to watch this one. Leicester Toulon. You, you, instinctively and logically, you would say, well, Toulon are going to win that. Where are they playing? At Watford Road. <laughs> Ooh, but, but, Leicester, but Leicester did a job on Ulster in the European competition before they had Ayersa and yeah. Cole and Young's. Which game
1: is this? when they play playing this? This is Sunday. five thirty PM. Oh. So lovely. whilst
2: we're whilst we're podding, we'll be watching uh, mm. Leicester Toulon.
1: I'd like to, I'm gonna be romantic and say Leicester because of the home crowd and the atmosphere and all the players coming back. I'm say but then they're gonna be pragmatic and say Toulon. Yeah, I think long.
0: I think Welford Road is worth maybe seven points but I think Toulon are 12 points better than Leicester. So, nice. So, Toulon. Two Welshman kick, uh, kicking sticks? Yeah. Halfpenny and Owen Williams. Uh,
2: Glasgow and Toulouse. They're both currently streaking away with Paul Four, and they, they they play in the final match at, in Toulouse. you think Toulouse would, would come away with that one. They'd be yeah. a bit indifferent at times. but
1: are um, They are massive.
0: <laughs> <laughs> they should have enough to uh, to do that, even though they just got beat by Grenoble at home.
2: Do you know what I'm going to do with the Challenge Cup? I'm just going to say what the fixtures are because I don't care. Do you enough. even want to do that? I don't know. Oh. No, let's not do
0: it. I would, let's not do that. Yeah, I'd
2: say. If your team's in the Challenge Cup, you know what the fixture is. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> Enjoy it. Enjoy um, it. Right, we, we are done. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, on, before we go, go, I've
1: had a request. Uh, we haven't done it for a while. Can we be played out to uh, Corpus Sierra, please?
2: But yeah, let's be played out by the man, the, the man, The, the main, master. The uh, uh, master. Keep it kind of quiet. People, People on a, a diet. diet. Scrum is straight, term is right. I, I don't jump. deny <laughs> it. Test me we'll diet. see you on the next podcast
1: in a bit, Jay. Bye-bye. In a bit, Phil.
2: Cheers. Um, leave a review on iTunes, at Rugby Podcast on Twitter. Come find us.
1: Told you before we represent L.I., London, Irish, you can't deny this. So, so sick a talent. you can't, can't try this. this. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable.